What a weekend. <laughs> I don't know you if don't I cursed say that twice. I don't know if I cursed us with my comments uh about how Manchester United <laughs> was going to get that work. Um I just want you guys to know <laughs> football gods that I didn't need nothing by it. I didn't need it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't man. I don't hey, I don't personally believe in curses. I yeah. don't believe in this seven season curse for Jurgen Klopp. Absolutely, But yeah. Whatever it is, they got to straighten that shit out real quick. <laughs> Because I got to go to the office on Tuesday and there's a couple of new Man United boys in my team. Yeah. I don't want to be going in there with my head held down low. I've had enough of that. So Where where have they been the last four and a half years? <laughs> they only just got to my team a couple of weeks ago, and they're two brothers. Um, they're two brothers. They're both they're Greek and they're football. Yeah. Like they're really nice guys. But yeah. I only found out they were Man United supporters like last week, just before the game. And um, right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> early bands, baby. I was telling them, don't show up to work on Monday. I was saying all the good shit. I was telling them. You want to hear resilience? I've just been on a school camp for three days. I'm not a <laughs> Liverpool fan. I'm also a West Tigers fan. Now, for anyone who doesn't know who that is, over here in the NRL yeah. in Australia, yeah. they're running last. It's been a horrific year. So, yeah, if you want to wow. understand resilience, just wear a West Tigers jersey around the camp for three days. <laughs> it's wow. a test it's a of your mental game. strength and endurance. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, it was a um, it was a dark day on Monday or Tuesday, whatever yeah. day it was. But um, yeah, and all of yeah, you guys left me alone. <laughs> How did you leave you alone? Because no we're supposed to do it. Yeah, no one came on. I was all there. Me and Rob. Rob. Oh wait, what? The They ended up I, doing the walkaround. I, I saw the comments. I haven't watched it yet, but oh, I saw that. But it was like 3 a.m. my time. Oh, wow. Was it 5 your time, Chappie? Yep. It was 5 a.m., you know? Yeah. Rob and I persevered. Look, James, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. But uh, just we'll just quickly run down the scores, and then we'll discuss. Um, we'll start off with the, the Saturday games. It was Southampton 2, Leicester 1. Brentford 2, okay. Fulham 3, Everton and Nottingham Forest drew 1-1, Crystal Palace 3, Aston Villa 1, Spurs 1, Wolves 0, Newcastle 3, Man City 3, Brighton 2, West Ham 0, Leeds 3, <laughs> Chelsea 0, Arsenal 3, Bournemouth 0, Manchester United 1, Liverpool, uh, Manchester United 2, Liverpool 1. Why didn't she stuff that out? <laughs> I have yeah. no words. I have no words. So, I have no words. Out of all those ones, let's let's put because we could do an entire segment on Liverpool Man United. Let's put up the other ones that were more interesting: Leeds and Chelsea. Yeah, I I think. Would you guys say no, that was maybe was that a fluke or it was actually just some good game management for Leeds from Leeds? Honestly, I think Leeds played extremely well. Um, okay, it was, it was an amazing game to watch. Um, they controlled the pace of the game. They yeah. were good value, very good value. Okay, okay. I, I agree with Chappie. I think they reinforced very smartly. And if they spent a couple of mil on those guys, they're going to sell them for triple the value in a few years when they perform. You boys have been telling me about Jesse March and I've been doubting you for a while. Thank He's you. He's starting to prove that maybe he just needed time in Leipzig. I don't know. I just, you know, Ted Lasso did something to me. I couldn't, I couldn't oh, buy Americans. God. Oh, God. <laughs> But I think Jesse March... From a football mind perspective, probably deserves a bit more of my respect. 
However, I feel like Chelsea shouldn't let Kepa leave because somebody no. needs to give old mate comp. Like, they need to put some pressure on the current goalkeeper because he's making avoidable errors. Well, yeah, I, I saw that goal that... that uh, the first one. Yeah, the missed goal. <sighs> Come on. I, I wouldn't put too much... I mean, Allison has done that before. You know what I mean? Would you say no, that but... that's... What do you think, Chappie? No, no, keep going. Finish your thought process. Yeah, uh, would you say that's that's like something that Mendy always does or it was just a lapse in concentration for that one moment? What I was actually going to say before I cut you off was that um, towards the tail end of last season, he was okay. making stupid mistakes as well. That's what I was going to wow. say. Yeah. It's not a one-off. Um, yeah, Got it's it. not something that he does all the time, obviously, because he's not a bad guy. But tail end mm. of last season, he was making mistakes, and I thought he was just gassed like he had played yeah. AFCON, he had played, he had played a lot of football, <laughs> you know. Got but it. then he's Got had it. a summer break, he's come back. Those that was a pretty, pretty bad mistake to make, absolutely. Yeah, Excuse me, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably it's part of the reason why they they lost, right? Because it gave Leeds more more amp. You know what I mean? To, oh, for sure. To go forward, yeah. Hundred percent. So, I completely agree with you that. No. That, that's, now that's I owe Chappie a second apology. Oh my gosh! Today right you to talk about Kulubali first. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's the second apology. <laughs> I still don't think he's. I, I still don't think he's overrated. <laughs> but I do feel like the errors yeah. he made in that game, along with his goalkeeper, them two, yeah. Senegal needs to be worried at the World Cup if they're not if their heads aren't in the right place because um, those two errors or those two performances contributed to the level. Of a beating they got, they could have lost one nil, um, based off of what Leeds is doing. But they created yeah. the atmosphere that led to a, a, a three nil defeat um, in terms of their performance in the back. Unnecessary. Didn't have to put his hands on the boys. Didn't have to do none of that. He could have, it, like, depending on how he was marshalling his back line, um, yeah. could have done things a little bit differently. I don't know. Um, do you yeah, think he's got a them just being slightly flustered, and like at that point in time, the game's done. This guy's running all over the place around him. I, I think he may have just been flustered instead of card, but yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he so the first the one, I think the first one he was done for pace, so he's holding the guy. The second one was done for pace, so he's holding the guy. I thought Same. he said was fast. <laughs> I said he was a professional. He did apologize. He's a professional. I'm trying to apologize to you, Chappie. I said the man's a professional. I think whatever is not flowing correctly for these boys, I feel like it needs to be rectified. I know they're putting in like a 75 million bid for Fofana. I don't think that's the answer. I think he's a promising kid, but. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what else we got here? We had look a strong least, performance. Yeah. At least uh, we in the mud because of injuries. They in the mud. They just in the mud. So it's it's uh. I it's wouldn't pretty say. Interesting. I wouldn't say we're in the mud because of injuries alone. Virgil. What? Okay, we'll talk about Virgil. It. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk um, about it. I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready. Um, another one that I thought was pretty... I got, I got to watch some of this game, Crystal Palace versus Aston Villa. And this okay. is why I said, I don't want to see Steven Gerrard at Liverpool for a good 10 years of management because he was outclassed by Vieira. I don't know if it was his wow. selection. I don't know if it's the, the composition of the team. But wow. Crystal Palace was just a nightmare for him. All over him like a cheap suit. I um, I saw the goals. I saw the performance. Cheap suits give you better coverage than what uh, Aston Villa. Yeah. yeah. 
what's going on. Why has he got um, Douglas Louise or whoever on the bench? I don't understand yeah. that. Isn't it, it just doesn't seem like there's a good balance there. Um, oh, I don't know. Philippe for me is showing that he's cooked. He's done. Yeah. At that level of football, I think he's done. He needs to just go back home, I think. Wow. I, I don't think that he's done, done, but I feel like the level that we assumed he was before is not his actual level. Maybe he stepped up in the company of top players, but then because okay. that Bayern Munich season wasn't a bad season, but then now he's proving he's not the guy that you can build around who's going to drive things. The time at Liverpool, maybe again, he's one of these guys that Klopp can take the credit and say, that was me, son, I did that. Ooh, I don't know. He was playing extremely well under Rodgers, though. Again, like maybe Rogers is not half bad to bring the best out of him in that in that spot. I don't know, but I don't know. I, I I'm just speculating because I don't know what's going wrong with Philippe Coutinho. I don't know. Has he had any major injuries or anything like that? I don't think he has. Has he? A while back, but it's not that, guys. It's not that, guys. I don't. I don't know if you remember, but. Philip Coutinho was not a, a a straight excellent player for the whole season. That's not who Philip Coutinho was. He used to dip in form and then he would come mm. back. Dip in form. Mm. So what's happening with Coutinho right now is it's it's pretty much normal. I probably it's more exacerbated because of his age. So that might make it even worse. But to be honest, I actually think he he has overachieved and he has <laughs> done some good things i think give it i think Achieve. you'll kick in i think you'll kick into gear no i mean i mean in terms of like when he when he came to aston villa right everyone was mm. like man this is crazy and then he did what he he was um being tipped to do he actually started scoring goals for the first like four to five games and then he just went silent and then that man city game he just showed up and he also showed up against us so look i think coutinho he's just it started the season probably still needs some time he'll he'll kick into gear eventually but yeah i is he done from a top four type of uh, uh team yeah definitely but top 10? No. I think you'll be fine. That's Do you think take. half the issue with Felipe, though, based on what you're saying, is yeah. when he was showing out for us, like he had Suarez, Sturridge, Sterling up top, Steven Gerrard behind him. So in the times in the game where his performance dips, he has quality players around him still. Same thing when... Absolutely. So absolutely, absolutely in and out of a game, and it doesn't really matter that much because you look absolutely up, you've got yeah. Suarez to cover it up. You've absolutely, got Suarez over there. Yeah, you've got Sturridge over absolutely. There. You've absolutely. got quality players around you. So I guess the pressure isn't all on him at that point in time. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I yeah I don't think you can carry a team. I don't think that's what Coutinho could do. I mean. Yeah, he can aid in a team and looking at what Aston Villa is going through right now, I don't think it's something that, uh, you know, you can't carry, you can't be the talisman. If they if they sign Coutinho to be the talisman, then they made a really bad move. So, yeah. But, uh, but at, at his age, I wouldn't be expecting... How we I keep saying what his age? How old do you think this man is? He's twenty-nine. He's like twenty-nine. He's not that old. Is any thirty? Is any thirty? I don't even think he's thirty yet. Nah, I don't think he is. Hold on, <laughs> because you are here saying some some strong things about this man, like he's he's done, he's cooked. He's I just think he's reached his ceiling. Obviously, he's reached his ceiling. He's he's on the decline now. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Again, today I'm full of apologies. Taona, he's 30. 
There we go. There we go. Because <laughs> I remember, because I, I remember you were similar ages with, I forgot one of the players in our Sadio Mane. Yeah, Sadio Mane or Firmino. How old is Firmino? Like close, right? Firmino, they're all 30. Yeah, exactly. I, think, I, I remember that. I remember seeing that. So, yeah, it's uh, interesting times. But uh, yeah, I, I, I share your sentiments about Gerard. I, I don't think I, I don't respect think he's him as a legend. It. Yeah, I don't think so. Absolutely not. I think yeah. whatever the investment, because, I mean, they signed a really good centre-back. Then he tells Mings, I don't fancy you, strips him yeah. of the captaincy, puts it on McGinn. Yeah. I've got no problem McGinn getting the captaincy. I think you got a bit of a problem that you're going to alienate a guy who was such an important defender for you for such a long time for the club. I think... Yeah. I think he should have gone in for Nat Phillips and then started making certain decisions. And once performance is supported, you don't just strip a guy without having this, the next guy up ready to go. I think that was a mistake. Absolutely, absolutely. I think the best bet Gerard has is to sign, um, like I have a number two who's like super uh, tactical and understands the game more than he does. I think his best... Um, uh, thing to do is to have what is this good people around him i think that's the best because as a coach i don't know man i don't know <laughs> but anyway it is what it is but i, I mean I, I, he, his assistant he's got uh old mate who does he have the former liverpool player who came in his mid thirties or late thirties? He was the he was our old version of James Miller, like in the nineties, um, midfielder. Um, he's got Gary people Mac around him. Mac Sorry, Gary yeah, McAllister. Like he's got oh, Mac is a, a, a smart operator, right? And look, I mean, I think you as a footballer, your prime kind of your prime years between twenty seven and thirty two. Like at 28, you're supposed to be coming to Revin. That's why the whole Paul Pogba thing feels like it's a missed opportunity. So Phil should be playing his best football now, his smartest football now. Look at um, David Silva when he was at Man City. Look at all these guys that were playing astute football in those years, like even Messi and Suarez and all them, right? I'm not so sure about Cesc Fabregas. I think was those his Chelsea days? I can't remember. Um it also comes down to the number of games mm. and the mileage you have on your legs. Like, you start playing early in your career. Yeah, absolutely. You're not going yeah. to have... You're yeah, going to be absolutely. cooked earlier. Yeah. So, guys yeah. like Cesc Fabregas, who was playing first-team football at Arsenal when he was, what, 17 or something like that? I wouldn't mm. expect him to be kicking on at the age of 32 type of thing. Um, you'd yeah. expect him to, like, start tapering off earlier, I suppose. Um but I do agree with you. Like your prime years are between what late twenties to early thirties. That's when you're at the peak of your powers. Um, that's when the game suddenly slows down. You understand it better, you know. Um, I could play rugby the way I was able to understand it towards the tail end mentally when I was nineteen. Would have been an absolute weapon, you know. But um, it's not how it's got here, unfortunately. Weapon of mass destruction. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I was looking the next game that I thought was pretty good Southampton are quietly gaining some really good form Leicester unfortunately just don't seem to be able to put it together Southampton and Man United this weekend hmm. I think that's I think that's going to be an interesting encounter Southampton it's, it's pretty it's very interesting because yeah. people are saying this is the season where Southampton gets relegated. <laughs> so it's pretty interesting to see Southampton putting points on the board. But anyway, we move. <laughs> it is, it is. I mean, because I think they've done a little bit of smart investing in, in, in some, some players that are rejuvenating things, knowing when to let go of... Uh, Brian Bertrand and, and people like that, uh, and, and and starting to bring in some some younger blood, you'd think to yourself that there's some there's something there, right? Like, 
I don't know. There's some interesting encounters this weekend. <laughs> Chelsea Leicester. Man City Crystal Palace. Mm -hmm. Man United Southampton. Brighton Leeds. That'd be a hard game. And that's all just on Saturday. <laughs> that's just Saturday. We're not even talking about <laughs> Sunday just... night football. That's just a Saturday. I, I don't know which game I'd watch. I know Liverpool is playing Bournemouth uh, at the same time, but look, um, the way we're going right now, I don't even know if I want to talk about that. What? Um, I don't Bless know. Bless us. It's <laughs> the fourth game of the season. Crucify him. Yes. I know, dude. <laughs> then Sunday, Off with his head. Off with his head. <laughs> You've got Arsenal, Fulham, and I. I, I, I guess bringing we, that shame bell from Game of Thrones and just dingy at it. Shame him! Shame! Shame! Um. So Arsenal, Arsenal's going to roll over at Fulham again, uh, potentially. West Ham versus Aston Villa. They, those Clarendon clubs have been both been a bit inconsistent, so that's going to be a good one. Wolves, Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle just broke their transfer uh, history, signing that uh, that uh, Danish dude uh, or what is he, Swedish dude from Porto? Yeah, Isak. What is that? Sixty-five million pounds. Um, so I don't know. I don't think he will have had his. Good. Yeah. And then Nottingham Forest versus Spurs on Saturday. So uh, looking at the games. Uh, yeah, you're right. The fixture list is pretty... Um, uh, judging on the form of the teams that are currently hot at the moment, you know, <clears throat> this fixture list is pretty... It's pretty on point. I think that Arsenal-Fulham game is going to be pretty interesting. Uh, I, I really want to see what Fulham does. Uh, it'll give us a gauge on what uh, our Arsenal... Uh, deal with problems and um, Man City Crystal Palace Crystal Palace are on a, are in a good form right now it'll be pretty interesting to see if they can hold them the same way they held us and then United Southampton yeah that's a draw most of these games are draws written all over them but um, yeah no but actually the Man United game is a draw Man City, Crystal Palace can go either way. And Arsenal, Fulham. Cool. Yeah, that can also go either way. Yeah. Man City, Crystal fun. Palace. Um, Man City playing at home. Okay, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. You're right. Thank you, Chappie, for... for Arsenal, Fulham. You're right. You're Arsenal, right. Fulham, and you reckon Arsenal's going to draw that one? I reckon Fulham can actually pull something. Because the way they've been playing has been pretty decent. Dude, they beat Brentford last weekend 3-2. That's not a bad result, dude. They should have beaten Liverpool as well. They drew, exactly, they should have beaten us. They drew with Wolves, which is a very good defensive side. Um, and what else? Yeah, like Fulham, I, I, I would really look at that game like and see... Look, can they hold it for a full season? Probably not. But for now, they're doing their thing. You know what I mean? So I think... Especially before the injuries start. Um, exactly. 100%. Exactly. I think Fulham are a chance. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm rooting for Fulham this weekend. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Absolutely. so Fulham lost 2-0 to Crawley in the League Cup. Uh, their League Cup, um, what was it, two nights ago? Um, who was in the team? Okay, their lineup was they're pretty much their reserve guys, looks like. Um, yeah, probably not too many starters, but I think that would be smart. Well, Nathan Chaloba, um, the, the older brother to um, Chelsea's Chaloba, he started this game. Um, and he's like a, a defensive midfielder. He played that game. But my issue isn't so much Fulham being strong. It's how Arsenal are playing right now. Um, 
Arteta's got the juice right now, man. I don't think we should underestimate them. Absolutely. No, you're right. No, you're right. I, I, I definitely don't want to underestimate what Arteta's doing right now. It's, it's, he, he's, he's on to something. It's just that has he played some good competition at the moment? I don't I know. I have the opinion that they jagged the win, that they got lucky with one good victory. I don't know if I don't know. Yeah. it's hard because the mind straight away goes just chat shit, talk them down. Exactly. You can only be in front of you at the end of the day, and that's exactly what the achievement. Um, exactly. I don't know. So I, I yeah, have no idea. I, yeah. I think sometimes you drag wins out, and that's a sign of a team on the rise or a team that has some quality to it. So. I think uh, I don't want to believe in the guy because I don't like Arteta. He played for Everton. Absolutely dislike him. But I feel like underestimating him, uh, underestimating him is at our peril a little bit. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I'm not saying that um, we should underestimate him. All I'm just saying is that I feel like this would be a, a worthy opponent than who they've been playing for the past three weeks. Fair call. You know what I mean? Fair call. Yeah, that's yeah. all I'm saying. Because yeah. Fulham has been punching above their weight. Not that they can hold it for a whole season, but for the past three games, they've been doing some good business. So let's see what mm -hmm. happens. And yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an Ateta fan. I really like what mm -hmm. he's doing at Arsenal. I think, I think he's... Heathen. I know, I know. Heathen, heathen. <laughs> why, why, why I like what he's doing is because I think he's, I can see the club blueprint in what they're doing. That's why I like what he's doing. I can see it. Like first, last season, they started with youngsters and they did well with the youngsters. And then um, this, this, this window, they brought in some good players to reinforce, you know what I mean? to build upon what they have already, which is brilliant. And now they're just mixing and matching to see what works better, what doesn't. Like, you know, the Jesus signing was just to cover up what they didn't have last season. And then there's some couple of players that are like just adding to bolster their team to make it, you know, um, to give it more depth. You know what I mean? So, dude, I, li I like what they're doing, man. So... Yeah, um, I don't think it's a surprise they've started well, but can they hold it for a whole season? I don't know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm hoping you're, not. You're, As a Liverpool fan, I'm hoping not. <laughs> forgive me, but you both know I love to play devil's advocate. Absolutely. Mm. Go ahead. <laughs> do you remember the Crystal Palace game? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They won 2 0. Yeah, they did. Yeah. What did they, they do to Leicester? No, but I'm just saying. In that crystal, Leicester's in the mud, right? Leicester's in the mud, man. Leicester's in the mud. They're not even playing their best. But they dropped four on them, though. They dropped four on them. Brendan should have been fired, bro. It doesn't matter. Like, they're not playing their best players. It doesn't matter. They're not. Like, this week, Leicester playing Chelsea. Brendan should have been fired. Leicester playing Chelsea. I'm expecting Chelsea to wire him as well. Absolutely. Like, five. Yeah. The, the club's in a mess at the moment. Like it is, yeah, it is a mud, bro. But yeah. what I was saying is the way they played against Crystal Palace, Palace should have won yeah. that game. Absolutely, well, absolutely. Their results are there, but the performances, especially in that game, aren't there as well. They can be beat. So you're sitting there, everyone's saying Arteta. Just like us. Just I know. Like we're, we're, we're just playing, we're just playing <laughs> awful. We're just playing awful at the moment, and we're not jagging victory. No, 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 no. Okay, let's, should we should we uh, skip to the Liverpool conversation now? I wanted to talk about Newcastle, Man City. Okay, okay, Newcastle. Let's go. <coughs> Maybe I was again. So I was so happy watching that. I got too excited for my own good, but Mister uh, Kieran. <laughs> I think I, I feel like I jinxed it. I should have not watched uh the game. I should have just like let the results run through because when when 
I started watching the game. It was when they were winning 3-1. And then mm-hmm. City just came back with two goals. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> is, that when I was, is that when I was messaging saying, check the score, check the score? I was way too excited myself. Way too excited. It was that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but, great but, exactly. <laughs> but a great game from Newcastle. Uh, yeah. Uh, at least one team stood, you know, their ground. Because I feel like teams always don't stand their ground with Man City. They just defend yeah. and just wait. You know what I mean? Instead of, like, pushing and taking trying to, to stop... Yeah, it's just trying to stop their position because, yeah, it's just it just sucks, man. But uh, yeah, great. But great the way game. they scored those two goals in what five minutes to rescue that game, mate, they are they're probably one of the best teams I've ever seen. Like Man City are just simply amazing. Yeah, they're not to be trifled with. About ever oh. seen? Come on, dude, they're consistently a top side. Yeah. Like this, oh, this is they play. Have you? Good football, they score goals, they're entertaining. Like they put teams that they are. Dude, I've you seen know. I saw a graph of Pep Guardiola's um managerial record. The first yeah. four years with Barcelona, where he came first, where he came second, the next three seasons, the first four seasons of Barcelona, the next three seasons of Bayern Munich, and the last eight seasons of Man City. That Man City team has potentially been very unfortunate when it comes to Champions League. And I don't know. I think that that misfortune is probably ending this season, bro. That team is not playing. Like, they're consistently delivering something. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not disputing their prowess. I'm not disputing their, the, the way they can get the job done. I'm just disputing mm. ever seen and entertaining. Can they get the job done with their passing, slow passing? Yeah, sure. But are they entertaining? I don't know, man. I I don't get bored watching City. I think they are quite good. Bernardo Silva? Bernardo Silva? De Bruyne? The only only thing with City is that there's no... You don't get that emotional rush watching. Like watching... Like when you watch Liverpool and they banging and pressing hard and you know it's like they're working hard for it man said it's a stroll in the park mate like it's it's beautiful it's good football it's good football. I guess, I guess. that's the difference I, I, I think i think i like i think maybe it's my my um it's the american uh influence in me you know where i like things that are direct you know what i mean like uh, I like, I yeah, I don't like like side you didn't like Ronaldo. Yeah, you didn't like exactly, G- exactly. <laughs> so I, I like like, yeah, let's get to the point. You know what I mean? And that's the nice thing about Liverpool. Like we have a little bit of that Man City thing, but we also have like, yeah, let's get to the point. You know what I mean? Let's let's attack. And I give you those two goals that they scored against uh, Newcastle. Those were pretty direct and they were like, uh, yeah, it, it did. But do you get that every time in a Man City team? It's always usually just passing, passing to the side, passing to the back, passing to the side, passing. Oh my God, what's going on? You know what I mean? That's why I'm like. When Barcelona used to do it to everyone, used to rave about it? Barcelona was different. I don't think Barcelona's playing, uh, the way Barcelona played under Pep and what uh, Man City has now. Because I feel like the Barcelona team had like more flair, is it? Maybe Spanish flair. Maybe I could I could be wrong. But it had more directness as well, you know, with Messi taking... They were taking... romanticized. They were very well romanticized. Like, yes, probably, Messi. Probably. Yeah. Messi doesn't yeah. do a lot of chicks and probably. flicks. Um, the team when Ronaldinho was there, that was next level. Like Ronaldinho Probably. just used to take people on like crazy. Um, and the man can dribble like there's no tomorrow. But you think about it, Barcelona when they had um Suarez and um, Jesus, Neymar, and Neymar, Neymar used to take guys on like there's no tomorrow as well. But mm. Suarez is in the dribbler, yeah, true, true. No, no, I'm just comparing the Pep 
Barcelona and the Man City pep, um, pep now. I, I think the Barcelona the pep was more more entertaining. And I think the City one is not as entertaining, but they do get the job done. I, I, I agree with you on that one. They get the I job done, which is, I just, which is I, at the end of the day, what, what matters, right? Yeah. I kind of find that Barcelona team and this team exactly the same, eh? Like, you had okay. Messi on the right, cutting in on his left and taking people on. Now you got Mares on the le- on the right doing the exact same thing. Like, I, I just don't know. I used to get bored watching Barcelona as well, just tiki-taka, tiki-taka, tiki-taka. Like, it got boring as well. But mm. uh, I, I don't That was me. That was me. And I don't know. I, I'm um, talking about stuff from, what, 15, almost 20 years ago now. Yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. we have... <laughs> Our history is wrong. <laughs> it's all just um, I, I feel like put a possession football back then either. So it was yeah. kind of new. It was yeah. yeah, true. Even Swansea played that type of football. You know what I mean? So that's why we signed Rogers. That is why we signed Rogers. We're like, oh my god, we're about to be Barcelona. <laughs> and I guess that's a um <laughs> That's that. That's a good segue into um, unfortunately having to discuss the Liverpool result. Yeah, guys. Look, I think I should be given the medal for the most positive Liverpool uh, fan out there, because it was brutal on social media. Like everyone was going after them. Like this team is done out here. <laughs> oh, Klopp is done out here. Klopp out. <laughs> All right. Well, since you um, <laughs> thanks for that. Um, since you've um, <laughs> since you've um, mate, what said in private chat is supposed to stay in private chat. Jesus. Um, you, if we're going to be talking about that, let's. Okay, so we lost two one to Man United at Old Trafford. Um, we weren't at the races at all in that first half for the first 30, 35 minutes of that game. We were just not yeah. at the ball. Um, yeah. I question Klopp's decisions in that game. Um, he came out and said he didn't start Fabinho because he wanted to end the game with Fabinho on and minutes restrictions and trying to protect his players and so on and so forth. But starting with... Hendo, Milner, and Elliot, I think, was not the smartest idea. Absolutely, Unless I agree with that. To then mm-hmm. sub off Hendo and keep Milner on yeah. did not make a lot of sense to me at that point in time either. When yeah, um, we do not have depth on that bench at all. The injuries have bloody well shown that um, there's no one there. Um, it's absolutely insane that we had two keepers on the bench. It just doesn't make sense to me. Makes zero sense to me. Chasing a game, we bring Costas on. Like, what? What? what what's going on? Mm. Mm. Look, um, I agree with you on Klopp making the uh, wrong decisions. Absolutely. Fab is a wrong decision. Uh, keeping Milner on at the time it made a little sense because he was the only one showing energy between um, him and Hendo. Because Hendo, for some w- weird reason, Hendo's positioning was just so wrong, and I don't know, he, he was so lost. Yeah, like it. The, in fact, the whole team was just so... I, I don't know if the, the, the occasion threw them off or they were dealing with something. It was just weird. Because going into the game, I had said, look, our performances, although they were draws, they were pretty good. And then now going into the Man, City, Man United game, our performance was just so off. It was just... It was gone. It was bad, man. And um, I don't think that uh, we should 
read into that too much because I've I've been seeing social media just saying, yo, this 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 Liverpool team is done, but it's it's not. It's just a bad game. Even the best teams have a bad game. And that that was that. And I think it got into their heads because like for the past three games or two games, they'd been playing really well, but they're not getting the the results. So probably it just got into their head like Oh my gosh, it's happening again! And Man and United just took over while they were overthinking it. I personally think we'll be fine. I expect some good results against Bournemouth the next game, which is probably a three-zero. Let's match our Arsenal. Let's match Arsenal. I'm not worried about matching Arsenal. I just want to get a W on the board. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. We just seem to have a lot of possession, but yeah. unfortunately, we're not doing anything with it. This is when you yeah. see how much we miss Thiago. Absolutely, um, absolutely. And but, I hate to say it, but Bobby Firmino's. <laughs> no, guys, 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 chill. <laughs> I ain't said nothing. Chill, my homie, I ain't bro. said nothing. I ain't said nothing. No, the thing is, Bobby is. You know, when we're speaking about Coutinho, how like sometimes you get like a really good form and then you get a dip in form. That's Bobby. I think he's just experiencing like a really bad uh, form at the moment, and it what, doesn't help that. Probably, probably. And it doesn't help that the, the whole team is also experiencing. I think if we had Darwin Nunes for Man United, we're winning that game. It's not even close. No, we're winning that game. No, cuz, I'll tell you what happened. They were playing for their lives because the fans would have killed them if they lost. And you guys were playing like, <laughs> we'll just win this. We'll win it eventually. We'll win it eventually. And it got down to like two minutes and like, shit, we're not going to win this. Man, I I like, they played with this with this energy, like an arrogant energy, like that they were like, and not a good arrogant energy, like Complacent. a negative arrogant energy. Like it's complacent. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. I can see that. Do we need I to talk about Big Bad Verge? No, no. That's just social hype. I'm sorry. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think final. Well, remember when we were what like when we were talking about the Champions League finals, like Virgil should have gone yeah. close down the ball. He didn't do it. Fulham, he refused to close down the ball again and waited until Mitrovic was in the box before he decided to challenge. This game again, Milner goes diving in to make a block, and Virgil is standing back there just watching. He's not closing down the ball. I don't know what's going on with him now. But to me, that's three games that I can think of off the top of my head where he's not engaging the opposition play. I I, I got two voices that I need to put out. Right now, the only voice for this Virgil conversation, I do think Virgil has been playing a little bit too relaxed. I don't know if he's saving himself for the World Cup or whatever, but... There's something definitely not right there, but not closing him down, not coming forward to close him down. If you look at that footage, next to him was a Man City player. I can't remember who it was, Bernardo Silva, whoever. If he shifted, that could have just been an easy... Uh, not a Man City player, sorry. Uh, it was Rashford or somebody next to him, whatever. If he had come forward, close down Sancho, Sancho would have had an easy pass to Rashford, goalkeeper Rashford or whatever. I think it was Rashford who was next to him or somebody like that. Um, I had the argument with one of my mates, same story, because I saw the footage where they went through those moments where Virgil's not closing people down and stuff. And it's kind of, you're damned if you if, if you go, if you, you're damned if you don't. It's kind of where the partnership is, because the person I where feel like should have closed down Central was Trent. Trent, Sorry, there we go. Hey, we say it together, Trent. <laughs> Sorry? The goal, the ball. I think in that position... The danger was both because if Trent comes and closes that down and Virgil stands his ground, the option to pass to whoever was going to be next to him, that's a man you player, would have been nullified on both moves. Um, I can't remember where Joey Gomez was in the setup as well. The rhythm is definitely off, but 
from a team perspective, they're playing without a certain edge and intensity. That that Martinez guy from Man United was playing like a savage, right? All five foot eleven of him or whatever. He was aggressive on the ball, and nobody else was at that level. And when you think about that, that that's kind of where we're at. Like I said, it. There's one guy who would be in that same position and would would play with a little bit of intensity. And unfortunately, gents. You're not going to like this, Taona. That's Sadio Mane, baby. Baby, Sadio Mane would have had a little <laughs> bit of intensity. And you just feel like maybe that edginess, because Robertson is a shit stir, right? Yeah. That little edginess, it can rile up the other guys. It can rile up the opposition and settle them. And ain't nobody playing with that level of energy. Ain't nobody playing with that Muhammad Ali type of in-your-face bothering you type of thing. And I, I'm sorry, I don't think Darwin Nunes is that either. You know, Dow, I think you know what? That's that. Yeah. I think you're being a bit unfair on um, Diaz because that boy was running up and down that wing, very Sadio-esque. He was Just challenging. Don't get me wrong. The person who's putting in the best performance so far, if I'm giving an MVP of the season award, is going to Luis Diaz, right? There's no question that man is playing out of his skin, right? He's playing out of his skin, if you will. <laughs> but it's just like even when Sadio wasn't scoring goals and he was taking five chances, or whatever, that in your faceness mm. caused guys to, to play deeper. It caused people to play deeper. It, it caused something. I think Luis Diaz is awesome. Luis Diaz on the left. Sadio was playing through the middle last season when Luis Diaz came, right? It was causing problems. And I just don't think, and maybe the problem is Bobby, right? But I just don't think we've got enough forcing these guys to play differently that we're playing against. Bro, I think you're being a bit... It is harsh. I'm not going to lie. No, I think you're overly kind to Sadio there, in all honesty. The reason why he ended up playing in the middle is because he pretty much got dropped because his form wasn't Absolutely. Absolutely. Luis Diaz came in and took his spot in that team. Absolutely. Performances. His looks pretty fine for Bayern right now, boys. I'm just saying, man. No, come on. Nah, 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 stop. Stop. Nah, bro. These guys are professionals. These guys are professionals, guys. Go take those dead Dortmund side, that RB Leipzig side, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Put them on the field in the Premier League. Go tell me that there's a farmers league. Yes, Bayern is the most dominant thing on on this level, but they're playing against professional footballers, professionals nah. that are Look. making it into the playoff stages for other competitions like the Europa League and otherwise that English Premier League teams aren't making. This talk of Farmers League is more from an entertainment standpoint and having a competitive league, but don't knock those teams like they ain't professionals. Them boys yeah, is professional. When you're getting beat 7-0, that sounds like a really difficult league to me, brother. Man City wait, wait, wait. does business to people all the time. Arsenal's out here putting no, hands on for 4-0. No, oh, have, you, have you actually watched any of the Bundesliga this year? Have you watched? Yes, I mean, yes, I watch it. I watch Bundesliga, and, and you're telling me they're not daylight ahead of every other team out there. They are 100. percent They are, that but those other fine. teams are competitive. That's why when we when English players, days. but then when English teams play them in the Europa League, why aren't they handing them weapons like that? They're not because those are professional. Like, because we're talking about teams like Arsenal and Man United from the last three seasons that have been absolutely awful, even in our league, finishing 30, 40 points behind the team finishing yes. second. I feel like we're talking about West Ham, we're talking about Spurs, and those are lads that are playing in the Europa Leagues. How many? Those are some players. They'll get their dudes. answer the question. How many points did they finish behind the top two last year? Oh, they, they, they finished 12 points back. There's no question. Their wow. best players get pitched all the time. I'm saying minimum, right? Like, they're getting destroyed. There's a big gap. Like, I, I'll pull up Bundesliga, turning season. You're not going to be wrong about, on that, 100%. I'm talking about your Spurs and all these other teams that you're talking about playing in the Europa League. How many points behind the top two did they finish over the last three years? 
How many points back? Uh, I'll take. That. Don't forget, take Liverpool that. and all these other clubs are finishing on ninety points. They're not finishing in the eighties. Hold up, hold up. I'm gonna bring that up for you. Don't you worry about that, Pepe. I got you. I got you, FA. Okay, let's see how this table finished. 2021-2020. Abru, but I, I mean, some of the scores that uh, Bayern is putting right now is just, it's ridiculous. You can't defend the, the league in that sense. Guys, I mean, I'm not saying that the league is at the, at the same competitive level as the Premier League. But I'm saying yeah. those teams are professional teams that are putting in performances. So is Rex. when they're playing in so intercontinental. So when when they're playing in a continental tournament like the Europa League, they're putting in performances so against your West Ham and your 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 Spurs teams that are in our league that were saying this is the best league in the world. They're performing. Yes, they're not performing okay. against Bayern, hundred percent. What I'm saying, the teams you okay, let's. Finishing okay, let's do this. Nah. Let, let's do this. Look, look. So Bayern Munich on the 21st of August won 7 0 against uh Bochum, right? Bochum, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So Bochum, this is their second Bochum, season in the Bundesliga. They came from exactly the, the they came from League Two. That's that's your, who was getting the their mind. asses handed last season. Like Watford, who was getting that work last season? That's you. That's your Norwich. Bochum's your Norwich, bro. I got you. I got you. But what we're trying, what uh, Chappie and I are trying to drive, the point that we're trying to drive is that it's 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 not um, it's not something that is like oh my gosh, Sadio is just helping Bayern Munich to do amazing things. That's basically what we're trying to say. But. I'm looking at it and I'm like, Bayern Munich lost one of the best goal scorers in European football right now. This man dropped Got 45, it. right? Got it, yeah. He dropped 45. Yeah. Man, man's not soft, right? He was real. And he's gone into that team with all the adjustments they're making, getting rid of Deadwood, what, what, all that stuff. And seamlessly... Man is coming in scoring goals and he's having to adjust. Yes, it's not as competitive as the Premier League, but Dortmund, Leverkusen, Leipzig, Union Berlin, those teams are still competitive. And I'm basing that on how they perform when they play against teams from other countries in the Europa League, in the Champions League for your Dortmunds and your Leipzigs and your Leverkusen. Yes, in their own league, Look, Bayern had 77 points. Next up was Dortmund with 69, right? Okay. Eight-point differential between number one and number two. And then everyone else after that was close. I get what you guys are saying. I'm not disagreeing. What I'm saying okay. is don't knock these other teams because they're going to then cause problems for us when we play in the Champions League and then when they're sitting saying, nah, Farmers League. I hate that word. I hate it because we're disrespecting professionals. I wouldn't want to have my first talking about me like that. I'm just saying. Like you can say what you want. Professionals who found themselves in a farmer's league. That's right, Rue. Yeah. <laughs> Rue. So you're comparing them to West Ham, right? The two aren't mutually exclusive, my friend. Hey. Uh, I'm just gonna. Uh, we'll just we'll just watch we'll just watch Rue. how how the, how these teams perform in the Champions League. Because the Bro. draw was set up already. Well, it, the draw was set up already. We've got the mix of teams in the Champions League. Leverkusen is in Group B with Porto, Atletico, and Club Bruges. We're not right? talking about the top three teams in Germany. The top three teams, you all know that they've always been rather good teams. Dortmund's been pretty good yeah. the last few years. Yeah, yeah. Corpus, yeah. Dortmund's been pretty good. Leipzig, yeah. they've come up a lot, but they've got yeah. they had a lot of spending money. Those top yeah. three teams in the Bundesliga have always been really good teams. Bayern yeah. Munich, generally speaking, take the piss in that league. Yes, Dortmund come close and they challenge on and so forth, but whatever. You're Would it be fair it, to say that these teams are more built for the Euro Cup than they are for their own home league? That yeah, could they, be true. That could be true. Not exactly. by competitions, they're easier like, to win. 
like there's like three teams that are like, yeah, we'll have a crack at each other in a home league. Everyone else is just like, you know, there for making up numbers. But they're essentially built for that Euro League clout to because that's like the big bragging rights, isn't it, of all of Europe? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. You said they're coming up against teams like West Ham. How many points did West Ham have last season? I have that for you right here. West Ham had 56 points. So we're talking about a team that finished almost 40 points behind the champion. Yes. Yes. Noting that the champion is Man City. Exactly, but that's kind yes, of yes, and I'm not talking about comparing West Ham with Bayern. No, you're I'm comparing to compare West, West Ham to the other dross in the bloody Bundesliga. I'm comparing West Ham to teams from the Bundesliga, they're playing at the same level. So I'm comparing to the Bundesliga version of West Ham. I'm not comparing it to Dortmund. Mate, you're not comparing apples and apples. I don't care. You're not comparing apples and apples, so it can't even be a debate. Apples to apples. I don't give because I don't give a fuck about West Ham who finished 40 points behind Man City. You Nor see, do I the, care about a team that finishes 40 I'm points. I'm comparing what we're calling a league, a farmers league, based on the fact that Bayern Munich goes and scores and, and has a differential between them and the next best teams that's pretty wide. And I'm saying I'm take those next best right teams. Now, and I'm gonna say it that Premier League has also become a farmer's league. Two teams pumping between 90 and 100 points every other season, that's a farmer's league too. The top two, three teams in England are far beyond every other team in the Premier League. It's also a farmer's league. All these other teams are absolute dross, finishing 40 points behind the champions and being happy that you're playing in Europe. Who gives a fuck about that? You're awful. Mm. <laughs> That's the reality of it. These teams are shite. Tell us what you really think, Chappie. <laughs> I mean, the teams are fucking shite. Like, let's be honest. And that's why when we draw a game for us, it feels like a loss. Because the teams are shit. We expect to roll them. We can we look, uh, look, look, going, going the with excuse. the... <laughs> What's the excuse? Uh, <laughs> Thanks this year too. What is the excuse? We're shite this year as well. 100% we're shite. But that's the point that I'm trying to make, bro. Like, we're talking but about... What, for what reason? Oh, is, it the, got... is it the coach? Is it the players? Why? It's the lack of players at his disposal. I think it's neither. I think there's... I don't know. I think it's well, maybe he's the coach a little bit because he's not getting them up to the intensity they need to play, or they're not something's not translating there. That's what I'm seeing. Um, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Doesn't seem like the person's like going to muck that, around and yeah. leave the team be unprepared. So yep. I don't know. No, maybe like the that. Hollywood, the maybe the whole Hollywood thing of being at Liverpool since the success they've had in the last couple of years is starting to get some players' heads. Maybe they need some humbling. Maybe the start of the I, year is just this humbling process they need to yeah. pull their finger out. Absolutely. I, absolutely. I, I think the lack of competition in certain positions, which I've been crying about. I said we need to sign a, a right back who's in his mid to late 20s to put pressure on Trent, somebody who's game ready now. We go sign a 19-year-old kid who's got some years to go. And people are like, oh, the kid's good. He's not going to do nothing to Trent. Trent's going to keep playing the way Trent's going to keep playing. Right? Yeah, there's no but, competition said, let's position go get that you feel safe and you don't push yourself to the – yeah. That's what I said. If we go get somebody right now who goes and plays, and this earlier I may have, like, because I was on the run, I wasn't clearly putting my words in when I was sending messages to you guys. I was like, I want to get somebody in who comes in and puts pressure on people's positions, not Curtis Jones, who's years away from being the article. I'd rather send him out on loan, go test his medal out at a black pool or whatever, right? And then bring somebody who's now, who's ready now. And I felt like that's the problem. We said we had a conversation, and, and Chappie, one of the things you're saying is stick to your game plan and sign Jude Bellingham. And I'm like, okay, but I don't think Jude is the only thing we need to do in that midfield. I, I think Tillemans is an option. I'm saying you sign, regardless of what's happening, if you've got injuries now and you've set out and mapped out a game plan that you want to sign X, Y, and Z, you go sign X, Y, and Z. X, Y, and Z. 
you don't then go sign A, B, C, D. Like that's just a waste of time and money. That's my. I feel opinion. like I feel yeah, like Tillemans should have been an option there. Beg your pardon. No, but, but the thing. But I feel like Tillemans should have been an option. We consider. I mean, I, I like Fabio Carvalho. I like um, Javier Elliott. But I feel like Tillemans should have been an option we considered, considering at the end of the season we're losing Naby, Ox, and Milner, right? Yeah, Tillemans but, easily but is going to take out Naby and Ox's, the need for Naby and Ox, in yeah, my but, opinion. But guys, but guys, guys, let, let's... Uh, I think we need to put some realism into our argument because we are speaking about Liverpool here. We're not... Um, Man City, we can't just sign a player and expect them to sit on the bench. That's why, that's why when I was talking about how Ateta has been doing well because he used youngsters and it's like a, a trait of a club uh, way of doing things, that's basically what Klopp is doing right now. That's why he's signing youngsters to, to be the backups to the, to the older people. So that's why I'm saying, guys, uh, Liverpool cannot afford to go and sign a, a, a right back who's like world renowned and expect him to play second fiddle to Trent. That's not happening. Even, even just looking at salary wise, no one's doing that. So that's why I'm saying guys, with what we have right now and with what Klopp is doing, I think we, I think we can do this. We can, we can push. Harvey Elliott, Maybe. uh, yeah, Javi Elliott, Maybe. Uh, Ramsey, um, and what's that other kid, uh, Cavalio. Those are really good signings because they know where their place is at. They know that there's still a future that's going to happen. You can't go and sign Bellingham this season and expect him to sit for who, who's who's our first uh, three players in Henderson. the Henderson. Yeah, Henderson. I would argue uh, the fact that Jude starts ahead of Hendo nowadays. Absolutely, absolutely. But now you have a conversation for your first three to to start to see, hey, guys, you guys are going to be benching. So now you're like, wait, you've got 200,000 sitting on the bench every weekend. Makes no sense. Absolutely makes no sense. So that's why I'm saying that, like, the strategy, like what Chappie said, the strategy that they have is actually a good strategy to wait and sign the players when it's time. Because remember that our midfield, most of those players are out of contract at the end of the season. So we'll be good. We can uh, move people on who can't um, play every single... Yeah, Tona, I, yeah. I completely so, yeah. agree. I agree with what you're saying. My argument there yeah. is... If you are going to go sign a midfielder now as cover, Tana, like pretty much all I'm saying is if you're going to go sign a player now, go and sign players who are on your list who you want to sign. There's no point in just going to go sign someone randomly. To me, that's nonsensical. You go blow 50, 60 million pounds be paying the guy a hundred and something to two hundred thousand pounds a week when he's not who you've been targeting and who you've been looking at there's no point in it Rue, i get what you're I, saying i, I agree with that i agree with that you've been on the list uh, that's your opinion <laughs> that's your opinion and if you feel telemans should have been on the list 100 percent. Like, the problem i, I the don't problem is, with is, that's Telemans. not exactly what i was saying I guess that's the not problem. exactly what I was saying. I was, I had a different direction in what I thought we should have done, but I'll save that for another time. Yeah, but the problem with Tillemans also is that he's super injury prone. So you're looking at a, you might be looking at another Kata or Ox. So I don't know if that's the best route to take, but if he's the only person available, I don't mind him. But I'm just worried about that injury list, man. It's just, it's, it's just crazy. Um, thank you very much. And as we said before, if you follow us on your socials, please give us a five star review and give us a like and a follow there as well as on as well as on YouTube. That's it. Thank you very much, our co-host Rob. Thank you very much for your time today as well, mate. And let's get amongst it.
Is these not one of your original targets who you want? <laughs> yes! We have a new blue for real moment! <laughs> that was gold! Yeah, so, <laughs> if you're gonna oh, go, <laughs>